Rebecca. And this is the Context and Color of the Bible Podcast, where we're bringing color to the black and white pages of scripture. And I don't know what else to say. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we were told originally to just record an intro. Yeah, we tried that. It didn't work. It didn't work. (laughs) Come back in the fall. We'll have a nice intro we will we'll have a a better intro you don't care you know what this podcast is by now this is week 26 of the ruth study oh yeah you know who we are you know what we're doing all (laughs) righty short sweet (laughs) to the point i like it that's a good intro episode 20 of season two wow and we're on our sixth podcast and final podcast talking about ruth we're coming back this week erica you walked us through Mm -hmm. the four chapters but there were some takeaway lessons that you thought were worthy of bringing to our attention and just saying, you know, there is, yes, this script, this story is in the Bible, so that alone makes it important. But there's also things we can learn from it. Right. Now that we've studied it, now right. that we've looked at it as a whole, what can we walk away mm-hmm. with? Because mm-hmm. you have to know it before you can pull... That's true. You have to know the Lessons. ins and outs behind right. it to see, to understand and follow where right. our lesson comes from. Right. So, Erica, do you have them listed as one, two, three, four? No. Nope. We're just, <laughs> just going to flow and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. No way. Okay. I guess the first thing we could talk about is Boaz is the kinsman redeemer. Yes. It's a goel in Hebrew. Okay. G O apostrophe E L. And a, a goel is someone who redeems, reclaims, restores something that was lost okay. to the rightful owner. But part of being a redeemer is you have to pay a price. Okay. You don't just get to reclaim. It's rightfully yours, okay. but you don't get to just reclaim it. You have to pay a price. Boaz had to pay for the land mm-hmm. and to marry Ruth. That's part of being a goel. You pay a price. Okay. And I think that's just an interesting thing to pull forward as we go to the New Testament mm-hmm. and look at another man who redeemed what rightfully belonged to him. Right. He but paid he, a price. He paid a price. The ultimate price. Right. Redemption okay. is not cheap and it's not free. Okay. Someone has to pay. Okay. So that's an interesting tidbit yeah. for redemption. Um, but man how to wrap up ruth well and that's right that's maybe not just one two three four but here's one lesson here's another thing if you we're taking that diamond and we're turning it right so we turned it and we looked at redeemer now let's turn it another way well what's a a thing a word we talked about over said yes yes guttural what is chesed Veronica. Oh, you started like <laughs> as a go watch your YouTube video. Oh, just give us a loving quick. kindness, uh, steadfast loyalty. Actually, might actually not be the right word. Um, I would think it works. I know, but steadfast loyalty is more in and off. Um, True. I think loving kindness is how we often see it. Tenderness. Yeah, a covenantal. It's cov- yeah, It's a covenantal love, but it's deeper. Right. I mean, that's where I that's where I struggled the first time you asked this, <laughs> Right. <laughs> There's not a good English one-word translation right. or even five words in the English. Right. It's more that picture right. that you have. A need. Yes. That someone can but doesn't have to fulfill. But bigger than that. Right. Much bigger. 
And so we see. Go watch Erica's video. (laughs) And it will be linked in the show notes. We see chesed all throughout the book of Ruth, every chapter. And it actually propels and carries the story. You know, it takes Mm -hmm. Naomi from a a bitter, barren widow Mm -hmm. to a woman full of life and laughter and love and family and land. Mm -hmm. It redeems her pain. It takes Ruth, this outsider, Moabite, and brings her into the family of God and the covenant people of God and even gets her in the lineage of David and Jesus. It Mm -hmm. takes Boaz, an older respected man in the community, but it provides him with a wife Mm -hmm. who's worthy of respect. And he is now in the lineage of Jesus and David. And so Boaz kind of carries the story through and blesses these people because of the chesed they show, they go above and beyond what God requires and asks mm-hmm. and shows more. And I think that's one thing that we can then begin to ask ourselves. If, if God could take Ruth and Naomi and Boaz right. and through their chesed bless the world with it because right. of Jesus, what can God do through us? Because they were ordinary people. They Very ordinary. I mean, Naomi was a bitter, angry Woman for a while. Yeah. Understandably so. Right, right. And Ruth was an icky Moabitess. Right. And Boaz was an older man. Right. (laughs) Just an older man. (laughs) Right. But they showed chesed. Mm -hmm. And God blessed them above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And their community above and beyond. God intervened in their story. Mm -hmm. You know, you see his name mentioned in chapter one and in chapter four as intervening in the story kind of bookmarks the story and i think the narrator so that does that god bookmarks the story so that when you're done with ruth you then begin to look back and go oh god was there all throughout the story god was involved in this entire story because his people showed chesed right and so well i read this in one commentary and i loved it god-centered people prompt god to show up oh we're gonna have to put that in the show notes i'll have to get you where it's found then god-centered people prompt god to show up you know if if you're not seeing god in your day right maybe it's because you're not god-centered like if i can say that lovingly gently i think the issue is us right it's not that god can't show up and doesn't want to show up at least for myself i am not god-centered right most right. of the time you know it is god a tool i well, use if i'm god-centered i'm giving him the chance to show up right i'm obeying him right. above and beyond right i'm showing people i'm living for the king i'm obeying the king it, mm-hmm. you know if you want to see god in your day obey him mm-hmm. live for him and he'll show up in, in ways you're not expecting. And it may not be every day or the right away. Right. But eventually you will look back and see God intervening in your days. Obedience brings blessing. Mm-hmm. And being God-centered prompts the God of the universe to get involved in your story. Right. And again, that doesn't mean you're going to get wealth or riches or babies. That's not what we're talking about. But you'll see the hand of God right. in your story. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's something we can learn from Ruth. What would happen if your community, if a truly God-centered person lived? But I think that's where it gets discouraging. It's like, oh, we need everybody in the church, everyone in the community, everyone in the nation to repent 
right you know yeah. and pray and it's like i can't get everyone to right so we kind of defeat it feels i feel very defeated going right. with that goal but i can with myself right and encourage my my immediate family around me right right to go okay maybe we're not going to get everyone else but we can stand right and look different right and be the light and be right. god-centered people right you know i can encourage my children as we go throughout our day as we go to the grocery store as we right. go different places and we interact mm -hmm. with the neighbors are we being god-centered right as you're interacting children with your siblings right <laughs> are you Amen. being god-centered or self-centered right you know mm -hmm. you know yeah. as, and if you own a business right you know as you go to work every day, it can feel right. very discouraging. If you work for a big corporation or yes. a big company to mm -hmm. go, I'm not, I, I, no one, I have no control over changing any of this, mm -hmm. you know, because you go, oh, if I was only the president, if I was right. only the CEO, right. I could, you know, do all this and then people would want to have a God-centered building, workplace. Right. But if you go, you know what, just in my own little right. family and my own personal life, I'm going to be God-centered. Because Ruth was a nobody. Yeah. Naomi was a nobody. Mm -hmm. And look what God did. Mm -hmm. They showed chesed and God blessed and mm -hmm. moved. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good. It doesn't require somebody special. Right. You in your area, show chesed. Yeah. Go above and beyond. Show people who and what your God is. Yep. And see what God does. Yeah, I mean, start with that. Okay, God, I am going to be God-centered. What are you going to do? Right. <laughs> Right. You know? Yeah. I'm excited to see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think another theme that we can learn from this is the Lord gives Ooh. and the Lord takes away. Blessed, Blessed be, be the, the name, name of, of the Lord. Lord. And that's a hard truth, especially mm -hmm. in the American culture where we have so much mm -hmm. that we don't like to be reminded God can take away. Right. A few months ago, I skimmed a book, and it was a great book. It was my daughter's book. That's why I skimmed it. And the whole premise of the book was, what's the difference between a lie and a good story? No, you need to say the name. It was an amazing book. Okay. <laughs> it, was it was The Night Gardener. The Night Gardener. What's the... It's not your daughter's book. It's my it book. It is your book. I'm sorry. It was your book. That's we okay. were borrowing it. That's I why I skimmed it. We were borrowing it. Not that I don't... Yes. Not that I give them a time frame. No. No, well, I don't want to keep it long. No, Jonathan it was... Oxier is the author. Yes. Night Gardener. Thank yes. you. It was your book. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, misspoke. <it's> <laughs> I'm so used to grabbing Rena's books. Yes. It was her book. I've let my niece borrow it because she loves books. Right. Anyways. But, <laughs> but the whole premise of the book was what's the difference between a lie and a good story? And at the end, you learn a lie hides you from reality. Mm -hmm. It holds it back so you don't have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. A good story helps you deal with reality. Yeah. You look it in the face, but you have something to deal with it. Strength, courage, uh, a blessing. Somehow it helps you deal with reality. Right. And so I think Ruth is a good story. It's mm -hmm. still true. Really happened. These people really lived. Right. I'm not denying that. But it is given to us as a good story to help us deal with the truth that the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the mm -hmm. name of the Lord. And we need to acknowledge that mm -hmm. to people. We can't hide from that right. truth. We're hurting people right. when we don't acknowledge happen. that. Right. Naomi, I mean, because so often it's like we look at the Bible characters and go, oh, Job lost all his children and then he got more. 
like those first ones didn't matter. Right. You know, oh, he was, but no, that's not the point of the story is to go, well, he got a replacement child. Right. I've never lost a child, but I'm sure anyone who has would go, you don't replace that child right. because you have more. Right. So Naomi truly loved her husband and right. mourned his his right. passing. She loved her boys, sickly right. and weakly, <laughs> and <laughs> right. mourned their passing. Right. And yay, at the end, she gets another son. Right. But it's not like, oh, good, that just erased all the hurt and the pain. Right. It redeemed it. Right. And healed, but it doesn't erase it. Right. And we right. like to think, we like a pretty package. And when you, right. the Lord takes away something, it's hard because we don't know what to do with it. Right. But reality is. Right. The Lord gives, right, and the Lord takes, right, and you find yourself in between in His hands, right, because the Lord who takes is the Lord who carries you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like He's wounding you, but at the same time, He's holding you mm-hmm. and going, "I've got this. Mm-hmm. I will heal it. Mm-hmm. I will restore." Mm-hmm. But we're going to do this together. Yep. And yep. yes, it hurts, but I'm right here with you. Mm-hmm. So you can say, blessed be the name of the Mm -hmm. Lord. Mm -hmm. And yes, it hurts. And it wasn't like it changed overnight for Naomi. Right. I mean, it took chapter one to four. Right. (laughs) Yeah. To get Several chapters. I know. At least the barley and the wheat harvest. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, when things picked up, they picked up pretty quickly at that point. But not to make light of it, but to just go. Right, right. Scripture is filled with real people. Right. And we can forget. We can easily turn it into, Mm -hmm. oh, look how great it was. It wasn't. Right. It was hard. Remember where Naomi was at the end of chapter one. Right. And the beginning of chapter two. Yeah. But the hope we have Mm -hmm. is you can get to chapter four. Right. So. Right. I think, again, it just reminds us of the, the... the scope of God's plan Mm -hmm. as he moved he took one widow and he moved through her story to redeem Mm -hmm. ancestors story a nation to pave the way for David and his son to come to earth Mm -hmm. and so yes you have no clue what God is going to do through your story you don't know what God is doing on a grand scale with your story right because ultimately it's all about God right you know the book of Ruth Genesis through Revelation, it's not about us. Mm-hmm. It is all about God. Mm-hmm. And so even this story, although Naomi's the main character, it's still God's story. Right. And what he is doing to bring himself glory. And at the end of the day, if our pain brings him glory, as hard as that is, right. it is his right. right. He's God. Right. And so... He has a reason. He has a reason, mm-hmm. right. And he's a good God, mm-hmm. so he uses our pain. He redeems our pain. He holds us through our pain, mm-hmm. but he still allows our mm-hmm. pain. When you can't see his hand, right. trust, trust his, his heart. heart. That's okay. a good song. Yes, it is. Cynthia Clawson. Right. Huh. Anything else, Erica? I think just the last thing that in the book of Ruth, you get a picture of a God who not only sees kings and nations, but who sees lonely widows mm. in barren towns. Okay. Lonely barren widows in small towns. <laughs> barren towns. And he sees her pain. Mm-hmm. And I think he hurts with her. Okay. And he in, gets himself involved in her story. Mm-hmm. And I just love that God sees Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he's got this cosmic plan, this grand design happening, 
but he still sees this elderly woman whose mm-hmm. heart is broken mm-hmm. and he reaches into her story mm-hmm. and so if god can do that to naomi right god can do that to us mm-hmm. and our story and god sees us mm-hmm. you know we may be in a tiny town we mm-hmm. may be in the big city we may be surrounded by people we may be alone mm-hmm. god sees us mm-hmm. and god reaches into our story and can heal our story if we let him right if we work with him, right. you know. But even with that, I don't feel like Naomi was really working with him. At the no, day, that's you know? true. She, she was she pretty. Wasn't. I think you can be honest and we forget that. Right. True. Or it's easy to forget that maybe. We need that reminder. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can be honest. God can handle your honest feelings. Right. It's okay. Naomi did that. Right. So. And he didn't zap her with lightning. Right. 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 Any other <laughs> I think, thoughts? I don't know. I would be curious if our listeners... Oh, yeah. You know, as you guys went through this journey with us, what did you pick up from the book of Ruth? What's something you saw? Teach us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure I did not exhaust the lessons of Ruth. Right. So jump on that Facebook, Facebook group. page. Yeah. Context Share your thoughts. And color of the yeah, Bible. We would, I would love to know what some other people thought of yeah. the book and yeah. what they got or from how, it. Yeah, because there's times, it's amazing how we can all be reading the same story. And yeah. Yeah. You can turn that, di- someone can turn that diamond just yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. And some, a new lesson shines So through. share your thoughts with us, please. Yeah. yeah. But with that, we want to tell you what our summer plans are. Yay, summer! <laughs> yes. It snowed here yesterday. <laughs> yes. Um, our summer plans is we know summer's busy. Yeah. And you're busy and we're busy. Mm-hmm. So we're only going to release podcasts twice a month instead of being weekly. For what month? June, July, and August. We will release a new podcast on the first and the third Monday of June, July, and August. Okay. With that, Erica. Yes. Our summer study, we're not going to, they're going to be random. They're not going to be tied together so you can jump in, jump out whenever you want. Right. You, we're going to grab fun tidbits, nuggets, fun things just to go, hey, this really isn't very long to talk about. Right. But it's but, something cool, unique. Yes. Adds a little color or depth yes. to the story. Yes. So we're shooting for more like 20 minutes. We're shooting. <laughs> yeah, we're shooting. Because, again, we realize summer is busier. Kids right. are home. Families are on vacations. Families are traveling. Right. Right. We're busy. Right. We're actually going to be busy preparing for our fall. Woo-hoo! But we're That'll not telling be, you that. No. You have to wait and find out about that one. Yes. We're super excited about the fall. Yes. But we're excited about the summer. Yeah. But oh, yeah. so... Starting, I'm not sure June. what the date is. This the one's first gonna be Monday in June. The first Monday in June, depending when we end in May with Ruth. Right. You won't hear from us again until that first Monday in June. Right. And that gives you time. In the meantime, if you missed a podcast, mm-hmm. go back and listen. Catch or up or re-listen if yes. something like oh, I need to listen to chapter three again because yes. I'm not sure. Yes. But at this point, we're excited. Yeah. We hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye.